I'm Cassie Hilbron, and this is the Cook It Real Good podcast, bringing you shortcuts to success in the kitchen. episode is dedicated to helping parents get their kids in the kitchen. I chat with Ellen Folkman, whose blog Family Around the Table was named after the family dinners that have always been an important part of her life. Making family recipes as well as creating new family favorites is a passion of hers. When her boys were young, you could find them in the kitchen with her cracking eggs, mixing batter and scooping cookie dough onto baking sheets all the while spending quality time and learning life skills. Her boys are now teenagers and think nothing of whipping up a batch of snickerdoodle or chocolate chip cookies from scratch on the weekend. The dream! I want to have kids who bake for me! (laughs) In addition to baking, both boys love learning how to make their favorite recipes. Prior to blogging, Ellen wrote two food-related columns for the Tampa Bay Times for more than 15 years. She has been married to her husband, Carl, for 26 years, and she lives with her family in Tampa, Florida. Ellen is passionate about getting kids into the kitchen, and there's no better time than Christmas to start doing that. Holiday baking is something fun the whole family can get involved in, and Ellen shares some tips and recipes along the way. This week's recipe of the week is my apple turnovers. Apple turnovers are one of my most favorite bakery items, especially with lots of whipped cream. And I was so excited when I learned how easy they were to make at home. Deliciously soft cinnamon apple pieces covered in flaky puff pastry, baked in the air fry or the oven. You won't be able to resist these. Grab the recipe link as well as all the links we discuss in this episode at cookitrealgood.com slash 24. Now let's dive in. Hi, Ellen. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Cassie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm really excited to get into today's topic. But before we start, could you share your last cooking fail with us, please? Sure. It was um, with a family recipe, actually. They happen sometimes. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) I made my grandmother's fried chicken recipe that I've made for 20 some years. But my husband was teasing me a little bit that I've never made it in cast iron. And I love to cook in cast iron. But that's not how my grandmother or my mother made it. Um, So he would tease me. I don't think you're a southern girl because you don't cook fried chicken in cast iron. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to try it. Well, if you don't know about cast iron cooking, cast iron holds the heat really well. So if you crank up the heat like I typically do with fried chicken in a regular skillet and then try to turn it down, well, the heat doesn't adjust all that well. So the outside was burned and the inside was raw. We ended up ordering pizza that night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And I don't make it in cast iron anymore. I'm just doing it the way I've done it for 20 some years. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you just got to stick with what you know. (laughs) Yes. I Absolutely. I recently got a cast iron. I had never used one before. And it's been like a real learning curve with what you're saying about how it holds its heat. I've got to really be mindful of what I set it to originally and then making sure I turn it down before it gets too hot. So, yeah. (laughs) It's a 
it's a difficult balance. And so sometimes you start out low, turn it up. It's it's better to go that way than starting out high and trying to turn it down. Mm-hmm. Yes, I try and go low and slow. I mostly use it for cooking eggs at the moment. And yeah, I um, start it off at a very low um, and just wait for it to heat up and then go from there. <laughs> My favorite thing to cook in cast iron is bacon and then fry an egg in the bacon grease. Not yes. all that healthy, but delicious yum <laughs> no that's delicious <laughs> i think i last when i was making like uh i just don't know if, what you guys call them we call them toad in a hole but like egg in a hole where you yes. cut the hole in the toast so i made um i i did something similar where i cooked the bacon first and then kind of moved it to the side and cooked them and oh yeah all that bacon grease made it so delicious <laughs> lots of flavor well today we're going to talk about how to get kids to start helping in the kitchen and getting them involved and And I think this is going to be a really great topic. I know that I have a lot of friends who um, some have mastered it and they have kids who are really, really interested in the kitchen. And then some have no idea how to get them even started because they don't seem that interested. (laughs) So this is going to be really, really good. But maybe we should start with how early should you be getting kids to be helping in the kitchen? Is there a too early age? I think three is probably the perfect age. Of course, every child is different and parents kind of need to decide for themselves if the child is has some focus because, of course, at three, they're not focused on much. <laughs> um, but I think three is good. But you can sit younger children in a chair or a high chair next to where you're working so they can watch and maybe even ask questions if they're old enough to talk. Um, And you can just talk to them and explain what you're doing. Kids love to hear the sound of their parents' voices, no matter how young they are. So that's a great way to to start. But I think three is is a great age. I like that um, about sitting in the kitchen. Uh, I think that sometimes the sitting around the kitchen bench. I mean, I if you've, I had stools and stuff around our kitchen bench and you've, I've just got lots of memories of my parents in the kitchen, just talking to them while they're doing things. And you're right. That's, it's kind of like uh, osmosis. You start to pick up things, but <laughs> it's even better if they're explaining what they're doing. <laughs> well, and, and I've always felt the kitchen is the heart of the home. Yes. No, I totally agree. Um, Now, what are some age-appropriate tasks that we can get kids to do for helping in the kitchen? Well, of course, younger kids like to get messy, and this might not be the best for an OCD kind of parent, but that also helps them learn how to clean up, too. Um, But I started my kids off cracking eggs, which is very messy, but it's a task they enjoy because they get to beat an egg on the counter and then crack it open. Um, pouring ingredients into uh, bowls, stirring, gently stirring, holding a younger child's hand with a spatula or the spoon and stirring and then releasing your hand so that they're actually doing it by themselves. It gives them some confidence. And then as kids get older, they can take on more more tasks like pouring liquids into measuring cups, actually handing them the recipe card or the recipe and asking them to gather the ingredients and making sure they gather the right type of sugar, the brown sugar or the white sugar, depending on what the recipe calls for, Um, setting the oven temperature. 
And then things like uh, making snickerdoodles or cookies that you need to roll in something or where you get your hands messy. That's great for kids of any age because it's just fun. It is. Uh, kids certainly do like to get messy, but that is part of the fun. <laughs> if you can do it in a controlled <laughs> environment and you're not too worried, it's easy to clean up. <laughs> like obviously don't give them flour over carpet or something. <laughs> right. Exactly. And what about, do you have some, uh, so you kind of mentioned about the cookies. What about some easy recipes that uh, people could use to get their kids interested in helping in the kitchen? Well, I started with um, I started with my boys um, with boxed brownie mixes or boxed cookie. There are cookie mixes that are in pouches because they're really easy. Mom or dad can cut open the package; they can gently pour it into the bowl. Um, there are very few ingredients. It's a little way to test the water, get their feet wet in the kitchen um, before moving on to homemade recipes, um, recipes that are homemade rather from scratch that involve a lot more ingredients and more measuring. Um, and we made the brownies our own. So they weren't not that box map brownies are all that boring, but we would add nuts or we'd add white chocolate chips or white and milk chocolate chips just to kind of make it our own. Maybe put a frosting, a canned frosting on it. I definitely started with boxed cakes and brownies, etc. in the kitchen with my mom. I don't think we ever graduated to the, the home. <laughs> my mom's not the best baker, but um, it is kind of cool because, yeah, as a kid, obviously, you can follow along and be like, all right, I need to add an egg, this much oil and this much milk or whatever it might be. Um, and so you can have some kind of independence there about getting, getting the rest recipe together, mixing it. Um, so yeah, that's a really great idea of how to get them involved, um, you know, in a pretty simple way and you're not really going to destroy anything by just buying a box <laughs> mix. <laughs> So you sort of mentioned that baking recipes are the easiest to sort of get them started. Why do you think that they're, they're the easiest? Well, they don't involve a lot of sharp tools, for one thing. You're not, you're not chopping onions or celery for a soup or a stew um, with a sharp knife. You're not standing over a stove that's hot with ingredients that might splatter. Um, there's less opportunity for getting burned or getting hurt while you're baking. And I just think that that's a, a nice introduction and a comfortable, you're, you're keeping the child in their comfort zone by not putting them in a situation where they have to worry about, you know, they might burn themselves. Um, and of course, you know, parents decide for themselves, but I, it, my kids were probably 11 and 12 before I let them take things out of the oven. And you just have to gauge it with your own kids. I think uh, um, another point about the baking would be it's probably easier to get a kid excited about cooking cookies or brownies than it is to be cooking oh, vegetables. <laughs> they're they're and, very and excited. <laughs> it's easy to substitute too. I mean, if a recipe does call for chopped chocolate and you don't want to chop chocolate, you can substitute mini chocolate chips or regular chocolate chips. So I think uh, substitutions can be a little bit easier too. And I liked your idea of, of decorating and taking control of that part as well, because you're right, you can either buy your own frosting or make it and, you know, you could even chuck in some like decorations. It's, you know, the... Um, sprinkles or things like that <laughs> i don't know oh, i couldn't think of sprinkles fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
yeah so that that's a that's a fun way to get involved and kind of take creative license as well with how they're decorating <laughs> and make it your own too so why do you think it's important for kids to learn how to cook well besides learning about nutrition it's about connecting connecting with family um, I believe food brings people together it's a way to hand down family recipes and stories about you know your grandmother's Sunday sauce for pasta night or the family meatloaf recipe um, or other special recipe. But it's it's a sense of accomplishment. It's a sense of pride when that batch of cookies or, or a pan of brownies comes out of the oven. I made this. I did this. And as they get older, they're doing it by themselves. And it's also teaching them to be independent and have a skill for a lifetime. Absolutely. I've mentioned on my blog a number of times that I actually didn't learn how to cook probably before I left home. So I got to my early 20s <laughs> after being very well looked after by my parents. But uh, yeah, didn't <laughs> that didn't translate to learning how to cook. And um, yeah, it was very hard. I, I just had no idea what to do. I, I made jokes that I didn't even know how to boil water, but I, I could probably manage that. <laughs> but <laughs> I was Googling fiercely trying to find out how to do everything. And I, and I feel like it's those basic skills that are really important to know because, yeah, then you're not having to Google, like, how do I cut a pumpkin or how do I, um, yeah, cook a mashed potato. <laughs> you need to, right. to know these things. Well, I learned in college from a friend of mine who happened to be a boy how to dice an onion. Oh, there you go. How, how to cut it and, and dice an onion. And I was lucky I had friends who liked to cook in college too. Um, but it is, it is important and something that will stick with you for a lifetime. It's the life skills like that's, um, like my school didn't have home economics. Um, I don't, is that what they call it over in America? Do they have yes. home ec? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, so there is lots of things that I feel like um, even in a school, school, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> in a school context that I didn't uh, get to learn that either. So I think it is really important to get in the kitchen, help and learn those life skills that will get you to cooking for yourself and looking after yourself. Absolutely. And I, it became more important to me as my boys got into elementary school, you know, the, the first, second grade, and I was meeting moms of other kids and specifically moms of girls who just, the moms didn't cook and they weren't teaching their daughters how to cook. And I thought, these are the girls that my boys could potentially marry, you know, the same age and they're not going to know how to cook. I need to teach them how to cook. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, at least because it's expensive to eat out. It sure and, is. And you, can't, you know, when you get out of college and you get your first job and your first apartment and you're saving for a car or a home or whatever it may be, you know, it's expensive to go out and eat lunch out every day or dinner every day or, you know, pick up Chinese or pizza on the way home. There's a, a lot of money to be saved by learning how to cook too. And it's better for you. I think your boys will be very highly sought after. <laughs> Everyone wants a man <laughs> who can cook for them for sure. <laughs> My husband can cook, so oh, it's great. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the holidays are coming up. Do you have any favorite holiday recipes on your blog that are fun and easy for kids to help out with this season? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, we make cookies um, every year for teachers at school and neighbors. Um, and some of our favorites are one of the first ones we ever made. It was a chocolate cake mix cookie, and we added M&Ms to it. Um, the red and green M&Ms you get at Christmas, which is nice. You can make them all year round. And that starts with a cake mix. And kids can press the M&Ms into the dough before they bake. Um, muddy snowballs which are really fun. They are a version of the popular wedding cookie. Are you familiar with the wedding cookies or Russian tea cakes? Yes, yes. Well, this is a, a chocolate or cocoa version. Mm, yum. And kids can roll it in a cocoa mixture after they come out of the oven, so they get nice and messy doing that. Um, hot chocolate cookies, which are actually made with packets of hot chocolate. And kids can press mini marshmallows into the dough before baking. And Christmas sprinkle cookies, because who doesn't love sprinkles? These are, are rolled. That's a, a from scratch cookie that are rolled in um, red and green and white sprinkles before baking. And it's a nice buttery, just kind of crumbly cookie that melts in your mouth. And then our our favorite are snickerdoodles. That's a real classic in our family. And I have two versions on my blog, one that starts with a cake mix and one that was passed down to us from a family friend. Oh, I really love all of those ideas actually. But I, what I really, really love is that you're making them as gifts. So you can give it to you're right, the teachers or your neighbors or friends. I think there's something special about having a homemade made um, we call it made with love in our family um a gift that's you know that is thoughtful you've obviously spent time making it and if the kids were involved that's even more special because you know they've obviously tried to to make it as special for you as well I love that idea well and this um through teaching my boys how to cook through the years my oldest son uh, two years ago when he was a freshman in high school, he was given an assignment in his Spanish class to make a recipe and video himself and give all the instructions in Spanish. So he made, he searched the web and he found a cake recipe and he made a cake and made a video kind of, you know, like Food Network style video. <laughs> And it was all in Spanish and he frosted the cake and then all the kids had to bring in what they made and the class got to eat it. Oh, that's and such a cool project. All by himself. <sighs> and I think he was successful because I had him in the kitchen helping me and, and learning how to cook and bake at a young age. That's awesome. And I love that he had the confidence to do that too. That's great. That's exactly what you want when you're getting kids in the kitchen. You want to see them flourish and making yes. it on their own. <laughs> yes. Now, I mentioned to you at the start of the call that I'm I'm hoping that when I have kids, they will eventually just cook for us <laughs> and I can check out of the kitchen. <laughs> and you said that your boys have made a few meals for you. That's awesome. Pancakes. Once I think some of the easiest things to move on from baking um, are breakfast. Maybe not, uh, you know, frying bacon, but I've actually started um, cooking bacon in the oven, which is something easy that older kids could do, as well as making pancakes and French toast. Both easy ways to move from baking to some other tasks that are still fun and delicious, um, but a, a little bit more, need a little bit more focus and attention. Mm. Well, they all sound like delicious breakfast options anyway. 
I would happily, <laughs> happily eat any of those. <laughs> well, Ellen, I have had such a great time talking to you and you've got so many good ideas here. Is there any last minute tips you want to share for any parents who are still wondering if they should get their kids to help in the kitchen? Oh, just do it. Don't worry about the mess. <laughs> I was in, in the beginning, I was so hung up on the mess and would get a little frustrated. And I just had to step back, take a deep breath and say, it's nothing that can't be cleaned, whether it's flour on your clothes or a cracked egg that fell on the floor. Just make sure the one tip I would say is make sure you have extra eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Just in case anything does fall on the floor. (laughs) You're creating memories. So it doesn't matter about the mess. (laughs) That's right. And you know, part of the, the memories are the mess too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Well, Ellen, could you let my uh, listeners know where to find you? Of course. Uh, My blog is familyaroundthetable.com. And I named it that because I love to get my family around the table. Uh, As I mentioned, I think, you know, food is is the heart of the home and connects people. Um, I'm also on Facebook at Family Around the Table. Twitter, Fam Table is the um, handle. I'm on Instagram at Family Around the Table and Pinterest as well. Awesome. And I'm going to link in the show notes all of those cookie recipes that you mentioned um, that are on your blog so that our listeners can have a try of those. They might want to grab one or two to try with their kids this Christmas. Great. I hope they do. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ellen. Thank you, Cassie. It was a pleasure. I really love chatting with Ellen about inspiring and encouraging our kids to get in the kitchen. It's so beautiful that her boys are now competent cooks themselves. For all the links that we discussed in today's episode, head to cookitrealgood.com slash 24. That's it from me. Have a great week and don't just cook. Cook it real good. Bye.